The barmaid returned with their drinks, three mugs of spiced wine, and set them on the table. The big Viking tossed her several dinars, which he stuffed in her apron pocket, before disappearing. Gunnarsson downed half his drink before coming up for air. Bah! Not as good as meat, but it will do well enough, he grinned. Seeing his companion had yet to touch his drink, he slapped the gall on the arm. Drink up, Henri. I plan on drinking you under the table before this night is over. What? The handsome Frenchman momentarily took his eyes from the beautiful Yasmina and looked down at the cup before him. Oui, of course. He picked it up and turned his gaze back to the veiled entertainer as he drank. Gunnarsson looked at Tashimi, holding her own mug in her hands, and both of them laughed aloud. Seeing their friend mesmerized by an alluring female was all too familiar to them. Just then, a tall, bearded Arab wearing a blue turban called out to the sensual dancer as she neared his table. Come here, my desert flower, and shower me with your womanly delights. The four men seated with him all laughed and urged him on enough so that as the raven-haired beauty attempted to slide around their table, the loudmouth Arab reached out and tried to grab her. At first, Yasmina was amused and waved her hands out towards his face as she moved away from him. But not to be repulsed, the drunken patron would not so easily be put off, and he rose up out of his chair and lunged for her. Wrapping his arms around her body, he tried to pull her to him. The dancer, taken by surprise, tried to fend him off, but he was too strong for her. She begged him to release her, but he thought she was merely teasing him, and he tightened his hold on her. Oh no, my desert flower! Hiran will not set you free until he has tasted the honey of your lips. With that, he pulled the veil from her lower face. For the most part, the rest of the tavern patrons had been amused by the Arab's antics, but when the veil was torn from Yasmina's face, revealing a dusky visage of elegant beauty, silence fell on the room. Unhand the lady, you oafish pig, Henri Delacroix demanded as he stood up and yelled at the Arab holding his fleshly prize. Hiran, the Arab, turned to see who it was that insulted him. The sight of the Gaulish archer was not what he had expected to see. Still, the foreigner was smaller by a foot, and the desert warrior was not about to suffer public humiliation at the hands of such a fool. He let the girl go, and from the black sash about his middle, whipped out a curved, three-foot scimitar. You dare call me a pig? You uncouth, foreign dog, he retorted as she began to push through the tables, his sword high over his head. I will teach you some manners while I cut out that foolish tongue of yours. Delacroix stood his ground, and when Hiran was close enough to wield his weapon, the wiry gall ducked under the sharp blade while extending his left leg. Unable to stop his forward momentum, the angry Arab tripped over the leg and barreled headfirst into the back wall.
There was a loud smack when his head, cushioned by his turban, made contact with the unmoving wall, and Haran dropped senseless to the floor. So much for that lout, Delacroix smiled at his friends as he brushed his hands together. My hero, Yasmina praised as she started for the handsome rogue. Sadly, before she could reach her dashing savior, Haran's oafish brother, Ralul, got up from his table and threw his mug at Delacroix. It caught the archer on the temple and smashed into a thousand pieces. Suddenly Delacroix was seeing stars as he fell onto his back, at which point Ralul rushed forward, prepared to inflict more bodily harm to the fellow who had humiliated his brother.